Welcome to the Caring Advisor Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Elizabeth Brickman, the Caring Advisor. Would you like to experience financial happiness? As a former finance professional credentialed in biblical finance, I want to help you close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of your finances. On today's episode, we'll talk about money moodiness. How does a good mood affect your financial outcome? Hmm. Does the subject of money tend to put you in a good mood or a bad one? As we seek to develop our godly financial happiness, our best financial strategy, I always say, is to close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center. Well, there's one unusual gap people don't even realize they have, and it's hurting them in more ways than they know, and that is their money mood. So today, I want to help you close that gap. First, I'm going to show you six reasons why you experience money moodiness that have nothing to do with how much or how little money you have, by the way. Then I'm going to show you seven risks of allowing yourself to be in a bad money mood and give you 10 financial benefits of choosing a good money mood. Now, I can already hear you saying, wait a minute, Elizabeth, I didn't choose my money mood. I'm only reacting to my financial situation. You're telling me, sure, anybody who has lots of money would choose a good mood, But since I don't have enough, it's natural for me to choose to be in a bad mood. But actually, that's not true. Over 25 years in financial services, I've had many clients and known many people who have more money than they need, but are always glum about money. And I've known many clients and friends who don't quite have enough And in fact, some who, without the Lord's intervention, I saw no way for them to ever have enough, but who chose to be in a good mood as their default and primary money mood. So, if your money mood is not based on the actual amount of money you have, what is driving your money mood? Well, one thing could be habit. It may just be a habit for you that seems normal and familiar to be in a bad mood whenever you're thinking or talking about money. Maybe your parents were that way, and maybe you just assumed that's the normal stance for the grown-ups. Or maybe it's a sense of responsibility. You may think a bad money mood is a way to demonstrate responsibility, So you know that there is presently a gap in your finances and it seems responsible to have a mood gap with it. To you, it would seem irresponsible to be cheerful in the face of such a deficit. Or three, relationship. Ah, You may have a skewed relationship with money based on all sorts of possible reasons. You may genuinely believe money is evil or bad. You better stick with my website because I'm going to teach you about that. Because, dear one, it is only the love of money that is bad. Money itself is a necessary tool 
used by God to provide for us and to provide through us for his other beloveds. Or another reason for your bad money mood might be a sense of helplessness. Your bad mood may be because you just feel helpless to affect your own personal situation. You know, God wants us to be dependent on him as our father, but not be helpless. His word is full of fantastic instruction on how to live. If you love the Lord and are willing to read the Bible and seek counsel, you really never have to feel helpless. Please use my website as a resource to help you grow you around the subject of godly finance. And then there's fear. You may have more assets than you can ever spend, and yet you are gripped with fear and chronic anxiety that something beyond your control is going to cause you to lose it all. You might fear the government or stock markets or possible terrors. Well, the Bible offers us over 2,000 scriptures about money, and it outlines some very practical ways to overcome financial fear. Just one of them, for example, is to know the state of your flocks, which means to track how much you have. If you struggle with anxiety or fear, please subscribe to this podcast and to my website, elizabethbrickman.com, for weekly strategic godly encouragement and support to help you overcome your fear. Another reason you may have bad moods about money is your sense of logic. Hmm. So you're a logical person, and it seems illogical to you that anyone could be in a good mood about money. Maybe it makes no sense to you that something as variable as money would not be accompanied by varying moods. Or number seven, and this is a really important one, maybe you're in a bad mood about money all the time because of the news. If you watch the news, if you listen to the news, if you're constantly receiving 24-7 news on your phone, you need to understand that news is considered entertainment for the purpose of selling advertising. We all watch or listen to the news when we are afraid, and so part of the purpose of news is to make us afraid. For example, I only watch the Weather Channel when I'm afraid a storm is coming. Well, we tend to pay more attention to news if they can stimulate us to be afraid. At a certain point, you really have to turn it off. Another problem with the news is that we can grow addicted to it as if something terrible will happen and we won't know it if we go a whole hour or two without checking it. Mm -mm. There are a lot of risks to money moodiness. I'm going to give you just seven today. One, one risk of money moodiness, it won't make your financial problems resolve any faster. It won't make the bills smaller. It won't lessen your risk. It won't provide you any financial shelter. A bad mood about money won't increase your confidence or your skill. You see, moodiness is not an empowering attitude. 
Another risk of moodiness is it won't make today fun and you can never get today back. You can probably earn more money, but you can never get back the precious gift of today. The hours of this day are a gift. Psalm 139.14 says, All the days ordained for you were written in his book before one of them came to be. So I think a wasted day is a sorrowful day. And yet some people waste their entire lives living in a bad mood. Another risk of money moods is that it won't make you fun or popular. You may not realize it, but moodiness sours relationships. I mean, who wants to be around someone who's always in a bad mood or who suddenly springs into a bad mood? And do you think you're hiding moodiness? You're not. Even your facial expression, your furrowed brows, or the tilt of your lip reveal your innermost mood. Another risk of money moodiness is it won't please God. Now, you know how you feel when you're not trusted, right? Or you're not thanked. Imagine how God feels. If there's one thing the Lord abhors, it's thanklessness and grumbling. Not trusting, not thanking him for all we do have, which under any comparative circumstance is a lot. Now, I will confess, I am a perfectionist. And I am one who loves to count things. I love math and I love counting. My life verse, the the Bible verse that I feel God gave me to use as my theme for how to correct my own bad attitudes, comes from Philippians 2, 14 to 16. I'm going to read it in the Good News Translation, which is where I first learned it. It says, uh, it's talking to me, do everything without complaining or grumbling so that you may be innocent and pure as God's perfect children who live in a world of corrupt and sinful people. You must shine among them like stars, lighting up the sky as you offer them the message of life. That's my theme scripture, and I notice it starts with stop the grumbling and the complaining. Another risk of a bad money mood is it won't change the outcome. Dear ones, a bad mood does nothing for you but sour your day. Nothing changes. Some people unconsciously may think that a good mood is like accepting a financial reality that's that's not a good one. And they feel like they must demonstrate dissatisfaction to prove to themselves and others that they're really serious about change. Well, you don't need to accept a poor financial circumstance. It's great to do everything in your power to change it and to pray for the Lord for his power to change what you cannot. But you can accompany that prayer and effort with a good money mood. It will help you. Another risk of a bad money mood is it won't enhance your health. A bad mood means tensed stomach muscles, a clenched jaw, Headaches, stomach aches, digestive issues, and a host of other maladies. Yes, there are health risks to our bad moods. So let me give you nine reasons, nine, to adopt a good mood as your primary money mood. One, your head will be clearer. Imagine the clarity you'll feel when you're in control of your mood. 
I remember about 30 years ago when something really terrible happened in my husband's business, and it happened to all of the colleagues who were in the same business as him. Many of them were frantic. They were ready to fire all their staff. They were ready to to just, I don't know what. But my guy had a clear head. He retained a good mood. And because he had a clear head, he was able to make some great decisions. And that brings me to the second reason to adopt a good mood about money. Decisions will be easier, wiser, and more perceptive. See, when you're in a bad mood, you're vulnerable to bad decisions or slow decisions, or if you're like me, indecision. A third reason to retain a good mood about money is that today, no matter what the financial situation is, will have been worthwhile. In other words, it will be a worthwhile expense of one of your days on this earth. Dear one, life is finite. We never know when we or our loved one will reach our finish line. Hopefully, as Christians, that day will mean we're embraced by the Lord. So for many of us, then will be great, but now is bad. But when circumstances are not great, today can still be great. I had family who have now passed. They actually weren't my aunt and uncle, but I called them that. They, they were like family to me. And they did not have very much money at all, but they had a great life. Their mood was always happy cheerful, and grateful. And it elevated the status of their life, even though their financial status was not wonderful. They, their life was joyful. Number four, another reason to insist to yourself that you stay in a good mood is that God will be pleased that you didn't forget his benefits. It's a pretty big deal to the Lord, that we not forget his benefits. That's in Psalm 103, 2. He wants a thank you note from us every day in the form of a prayer. The Lord has not set up a complaint desk for us, so there's no suggestion box in heaven. Our life is not like a package that you can return if you're not completely satisfied. We need to remember his benefits. Five, people will love and appreciate you and want to be with you if you're in a good mood. One of the things that makes life worth living is to love and be loved by others. And it's a gift to have a circle of family and friends and colleagues and neighbors and work relationships who love and appreciate us and want to be with us. Well, do you enjoy being around someone in a bad mood? Neither do they. Next, If you insist on a good money mood, you'll be healthier. You knew that, of course. Everything from your sleep to your digestion to maybe even your weight is affected by your mood. I keep telling you how practical the Bible is, and would you believe it? There's even a scripture that says, a calm and peaceful and tranquil heart is life and what? Health to the body. Proverbs 14.30. I hope you're reading Proverbs every day. And another reason is 
a good mood might actually change the outcome of your finances. Now, there is no way to know this, of course, but I believe attitude is a significant contributor to outcome. Attitude contributes to outcome, and not in some spooky, self-talky way, but just because when all the other factors are met, outcomes are more likely to improve. Next, your faith in action. Oh, I love this one. Your faith in action might stir courage in another, so your influence might expand. This is one of my personal favorite reasons to watch my mood. Imagine if your money mood accomplishes nothing else, that you might be able to inspire another person to take confident action rather than surrendering to unnecessary permanent despair. And lastly, why should you be in a good money mood? Because the Lord loves to display his miracles in those who trust him. Now, this is something for which we have lots of scriptural evidence. So let me instead give you a couple of one-minute stories from friends about God displaying his miracles in those who trust him and retain a good mood around money. I have one friend who had no furniture because she had previously lived in a business apartment that came with furniture. So she needed a whole house full of furniture and did not have the money to purchase it. She worked in ministry and there wasn't a lot of money. And what do you think happened? She received a phone call from a friend who had a friend who needed to get rid of a house full of designer furniture not sell it, but give it. But she wanted to give it to a person who would be a good and faithful steward, someone who loved the Lord. My friend got designer furniture for free. Another friend had come here from Brazil, wanted to visit her father who was ill. There was no way she could afford what was at the time over a $1,000 for an airline ticket. But at the birthday party of a friend, she met a friend who worked for the airline. That lady called my friend about two weeks later and said, listen, our airline is initiating service to a little town in Brazil called Belo Horizonte. And we need on the first night of that flight to show a full flight because the press will be there. Is there any chance that you would be available to take that flight? You could return on the day of your choosing, and it would be free. Could you do that for us? And yes, she flew free to Brazil from the States. One more story. We only have time for one more, but I could give you so many. Another friend was in the category of those I pray for who do not have enough and who are doing everything right. Imagine one day her surprise when her kids showed up at her house and said, here, this is a credit card. Starting today, we want you to put all your expenses on this credit card and you will never see a bill. Now, this lady's kids had been rather resistant to any kind of help before, 
But suddenly the Lord moved in them, and they came up with a credit card for their mother. She never had to pay another bill. In summary, after today, I hope you feel a sense of relief that it is safe, sensible, and wise to choose to be in a good money mood. It's a habit that will serve you well, make you more popular to be around, improve your health, expand your influence, and please your Lord. A good money mood will empower your decisions, allow more fun in your day, and give rest to your night. Bye for now. Let's continue our conversation. Subscribe and be notified when the next episode airs. And if this has helped you find financial happiness, please share it. Let's close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of our finances. Come visit me at elizabethbrickman.com, where subscribers receive additional content. And thanks to my co-producer and audio engineer, Tyler Harrison.